Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Hannah, that is especially for you for the welcome for today, Tyreek Wright. Yeah, it was, is my um, favorite place. That's uh, yeah. So Tyreek Wright's coming back to Bradford on loan. And uh, do you know what? For me, that's a that's a permanent in the summer. If he if he if he does yeah, if he does what he's done, if he's done what he did for us uh, last season. If he does that second half, or even just kind of touches on, we see glimpses of it. Yeah, Tyreek Wright will be, be a permanent in the summer, and I honestly, it was like I, I was texting uh, one of the lads from the a Bradford podcast earlier, and it was like um, I said, "Look, I'm, I'm confident that we'll we'll spend the money from Harry Lewis because obviously Harry Lewis is gone. I'm confident we'll spend the money from Harry Lewis this yeah. window. I think we'll spend some." And they were like. Do you think that we'll spend it well? And I was like, I, I don't know, you know. And then as soon as that got announced, or, or when there was the when there was the little cl- clip showing, it was the tattoo on his hands with TR, and I think you tweeted Theo Robinson. Yeah, well, this was I think it said TLR, and then everyone were like, "It's Tyree." I'm like, he's got his initials wrong. Right? Like, yeah. And I was like, "Here we go, Theo Robinson." But I, I then immediately texted the lad, and I was like, "I think we'll spend it very well." He just sent back laughing face. It's just, do you know what? Given how this window's gone, and, and and to be fair, given how this season's gone in comparison to what we thought it was going to be, that's that's a, for me. I was delighted. I'm, I just I, I love the is, guy. Um, is the Bradford fan base equally as happy yeah. and content mm-hmm. as you? Yeah, the the Brad the Bradford fan base can't believe we brought him back. Oh, because well, I mean, he 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 was at us from Villa. Obviously, they they called him back last January. We actually had, and this is annoying. Um, we had a deal in his loan that said we could buy him for a pound at any time. No, and we didn't do it. And then they accepted an offer from Plymouth, which then negated our Ooh. loan deal. They then cancelled our loan deal. Right. We, we we could have bought him at any time. Um, 
And then he's gone to Plymouth. He had a rocky second half of the season last year. Um, Plymouth fans weren't too impressed, but they, they've said that the step from League Two to Championship yeah. has just been too much for him, which yeah. we all thought would be the case because he's a great player for this level and he will become a great player above this level, but we, he needed that time with us. And How old is he? I think he's not old. I think he's only 21, 22. In fact, oh, I think yeah. he's younger than Max. He plays for um, he plays for the Ireland uh, under 21s. Right. So I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll find out his exact age. But um, he's he's only young. So for, for, yeah. for me, it's... Uh, um, it's similar to Louis Barry. Louis Barry is 20. I mean, he might be 21. I might have had a birthday. But he, you know, he's he's got time. You know, if Stockport were to get promoted... And he, we get to keep him for, you know, however long. Yeah. To have a, a season in League One, you know, potentially two seasons or whatever, and then, you know, if I was Villa and Plymouth, you consider sell-ons, buybacks, and suddenly mm-hmm. it's it's not a a drop. It's just almost part of your kind of career progression. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so he's twenty-two. Um, and it, what's weird is I would have never like he's from County Cork in Ireland, and yeah. you just would you just wouldn't expect that. Like I, I just never ever when I spoke to him, he's, he's not got an Irish accent. He's just yeah. nothing gave me the impression. That, and then it was like, oh, Tyree, right? It's not this last season. He's not going to be here. He's on uh, international duty for for the Republic of Ireland in the twenty ones. And it was like, you, you what? <laughs> in, I beg your pardon, but no, absolutely delighted. I yeah. I mean, tell us about your tell us about your transfer dealings today, Hannah. There are there are no none none. Um, I can send you the screen recording of me uh, just like dragging the Stockport County Twitter down to refresh it. There's refresh, been a refresh. lot of that, like every hour on the hour. Um, if anyone from work is listening, that was you know it was the thirty second break as part of the Pomodoro technique. That was like my break for an hour. Um, yeah. So yeah, nothing. And um, so Mo Fall has gone to Walsall. Oh. Uh, left Doncaster. Well, wasn't named in the squad at Donny on Saturday. And then um, Grant McCann said at the end of the game uh, that he he'd left and not you know particularly harmonious departure. Uh, no. But but he'd left and uh, had been asked by Grant McCann if he was going to League One. And he hadn't answered, and he he just kind of walked out and been told that they didn't. If it, if his heart wasn't in it, then they didn't want him at training. So presumably that conversation was at some point last week. So yeah, that was announced at six pm when nothing was announced on the Stockport County Twitter. Um, and then the other one was we were pretty sure. Because we'd ha- it started, it didn't even like you said. Oh, it came from Stockport County. Said so it actually came from Swindon side originally on Saturday. That uh, fullback Romeo Hutton was linked with Stockport. He was supposedly at the game. Now that part of it, so, that came from Swin- Stockport side. That's yeah, what I, that, that's the that first I heard of it. Side. And you know, it was one of those that Nick Lee, who does the county podcast, I said to him, I was like, "Have you seen a photo?" Because you would, like, wouldn't you? If you know, if you if you know who that is enough to be able to be, say, oh, Romeo Hutton was sat with Mark Start, then you're taking the photo, and there was zero receipts. Here's the thing, and this is where I get 
when people go, oh, it was spotted at the ground on Saturday, and it's not just the, the Hutton one, but these are League Two footballers. I couldn't spot half of the Bradford squad sat in the stand. Like, I, I, without, I would have to look and know who I was looking for. Yeah. Before I would be able yeah. to pick out who it was. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that, you know, you've people have spotted. So why? Why would Stockport fans know? No. What? What? what well, Romeo half Hutton of them wouldn't like. know. Hadn't heard of Romeo Hutton in the first no. place. Exactly. Look at look um, at the Gillingham fans' reactions. Yeah. Who is it? What's he like? Um, so yeah. So that's. It looks like he's signing for Gillingham. Um, had a nice night in Manchester though. Last had, night. Yeah. So did a bit of a. Johnny Williams. Johnny Williams. Yeah. So we're in the same boat, Hannah. It's a welcome to the club. Welcome um, to the Gillingham screwing your oh, club over club. Do you know what though? And and you said to me, like the some of the county fans have um been somewhat obnoxious on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you know, that that happens. We, we've seen that a lot recently from different fan bases. And it's uh different fan bases, and I think it's um what it is, it's a kind of and acting out because they're a little bit scared. Like our our squad depth is atrocious. And for me, I had my heart set on Romeo Hutton because mm-hmm. it solved that right back problem that we've got. I mean, he's not a right back, but you know, right wing back, right wing. He, he slotted him where Noel. Yeah, he would. Yeah, you know, would have been all right. And um, Kyle Noel's out for an undetermined amount of time. Uh, Ibi Torre is in. Gambia, well, no, he's not in Gambia. He's playing for Gambia in uh, at AFCON. They played their first game today. Uh, so he started, Jacob, they had 12 substitutes. Jacob Mendy was on the bench. There's someone else that plays in League Two that plays for Gambia as well. I can't remember who it is. Um, yeah, so it's solved a problem. That said, Akil Wright played right wing back on Saturday. <laughs> like, when did we play football this week on Saturday and scored and did okay what concerns me then is that it, what happens if he gets injured uh, Joel Cottrell's gone back today um, Jaden Richardson went back last week we've not signed anyone and this isn't like god forbid it's not panic stations by any stretch of the imagination there's still Two weeks, yeah, just over the transfer window, and you know, and Stockport. Uh, Charlie said that you know there is a couple of um, of targets that they're expecting by the weekend. It's just, yeah, I think we are very, very fragile at the moment, and you know, we are very fortunate in that we have the finances to be able to do something about it. And we did well out of the Joe Lewis deal, although I think there's we have to give 20% to Torquay, I think, as a sell-on. So, yeah, so that's how my transfer day has gone today. And it's only Monday. Yeah. Um, do, do you know what? Um, one of the things that it kind of, I don't want to say it annoyed me, but at the same time, it, it did annoy me because it, it was like when I, I put out on, on Twitter that, 
Hutton had stayed in a hotel last night in Manchester yeah. and Gillingham have essentially hijacked the deal and he's gone he's gone down to speak yeah. to Gillingham, just same as what happened with Johnny Williams. Yeah. And then there's the Stockport fans that are replying and they're sending um, is it Sam Byrne? Is Sam Byrne, yeah. yeah. He's um he's a journalist who writes the Stockport Express yeah. in the news. So he's not employed by the club, but he's no, no. You know, most he's a good of... reporter, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Swindon advertiser, of yeah. And and they were they were quoting underneath. They were tagging his tweet, which which he put out saying that the club have told him that they weren't in for Romeo Hutton. Uh-huh. At no stage have I said that he's lying. I don't no. doubt for a second that Stockport County have told him that they weren't in no. for. Why would they? No. It's the Bradford Johnny Williams situation yeah. was leaked. If yeah. that hadn't leaked, Bradford would have never ever announced we had yeah. Johnny Williams in a hotel and now he's gone to jail. It, right, it doesn't reflect it well on the no. club because at some point there has been a disconnect and they've yeah. not met his expectations or vice versa and he's gone somewhere else. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I think we, we say this often, people expect to, you know, not that we are journalists, But as journalists, you're not expected to give up your source. That's kind of part of a trusted relationship that you have with them. Um, And so people, you know, asking for receipts. Yeah, of course, I'll send you the text message. And like, yeah, no, I get it. I, I, you know, I get it from a, you know, someone who is relatively new to this industry that you you know, you want all the information and you want to understand yeah. what's gone on, but you you don't have that. Um, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it's better not to say anything, but... But um, it's just... Part of the story. Yeah. And and you know what? At some stage, it will come out. Because, yeah. because now it's out there. You've got, you've got to know that the first thing that when he's announced for Gillingham, the first thing that any fan who meets him or even in his interview when he's coming in, they, they'll, because Gillingham like to mock yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It, it's going to come out. And then when yeah. it does come out, and this is where I get I get really frustrated, when it does come out, everyone just goes quiet. Mm. No they one will go, come back and say, oh, Liam, you were right. Yeah. And, and do you know what? It's not, even a, it's not even about being right. It's just... No, I know. Just both stories can be true. Because Sam Byrne isn't saying, he's not saying Stockport, Stockport weren't in for Romeo Hudson. No. He's saying the club have told, have told him. That's completely different. And I'm yeah. saying, club were in for him. He stayed in Manchester. And then they're saying, well, why would he not have stayed at one of the owner's properties? Because that's not how it works. Players no. come up and they, they stay in hotels off their own back. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't have to stay in a hotel. He could no. have drove up this morning. It's his choice to come and stay in a hotel last night yeah. and then have the discussions today. That's yeah. his choice. It's not you. you yeah. talk, we're not talking like someone who's had to fly in internationally. And you know the other thing about Mark Starr is, you know, I don't know. I don't. My, I don't know actually. So this this might be unfounded, but I don't imagine that he is involved in every single deal yeah. that goes on at the club. You know, Absolutely. oh, we've got this lad coming up. Oh well, put him in Beta Towers in the central Manchester. Mm-mm. He'll be in the Holiday Inn by Stockport Station because it makes the of most course. sense, most convenient. His agent booked it. Yeah, of course. And that, that's all. And, and this is the thing. His agent will have been staying as well. Yeah. 
So they'll have two rooms. So Matt, what's Mark Slot going to do? Give him a two-bedroom apartment yeah. that he owns that's just going to sit him. No, sorry, it doesn't mm. work that way. Um, it, it's it's just the way that, that things are. It's like Johnny Williams, when he came up, he stayed in Leeds in a hotel. Yeah. Why would he stay? If Bradford were doing it, why would they put him in a hotel in Leeds? They, we've yeah. got a Premier Inn literally a four or five hundred yards from the ground. And you do get your good night's sleep guarantee there. Exactly, you do. <laughs> um, I just, I just find it bizarre that unless you are willing to essentially grass your sources up and then lose them, yeah, they, you, they, yeah, why yeah, would you do that? You not only do you lose them, they are then not trusted at all in their circles. So, yeah you're losing your source they're losing their source and it's like a knock-on and throughout 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 mm. because you won't give that up that means you're not telling not telling the the truth i mean yeah. no disrespect to sam burn but i guarantee there's things that he's put out that he hasn't cited his source on because he can't but no one will question that yeah look people just don't like to hear the negatives if sam, no. if sam bernard had said the club said that they were in for him and i said no that they no he wasn't <laughs> Then, right, and there's yeah. also, and uh, there was someone on Lower League Look, I think, on the chat last night saying, you know, I guarantee that I without, I don't want to, you know, incriminate anyone, but um, I can guarantee that any any player at X Club would come to Stockport. I was like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. We, you know, we're not this, uh, I don't know, like absolute ideal that people are desperate to join. And we've mm -hmm. said this about Wrexham in the past. If you sign up to play at Wrexham, you are signing up to, you know, that everything that goes with it. They've mm -hmm. got an insanely big squad. And, you know, we're talking to uh, Billy Waters this week. It'd be interesting to see you know, what, how much the off-the-pitch stuff affects the on-the-pitch stuff as a player and what you're actually signing up for mm -hmm. as, um, you know, do, is it a certain type of player that wants that extra attention and that profile raising and the financial benefits that come with it? Yep. Because you might actually prefer to have, you know, a quiet career where you just rock up to training at, I don't know, it wasn't Barrow, but, you know, rock up to training at FC United and, you know, you go home at the end of the day and, and that works perfectly for you. <laughs> so, you know, there is not, just because we're top of the league and we, you know, may well not be by the end of the weekend. No, no, you, oh, yeah, the end of the weekend. Like, yeah, 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 I've, I've rephrased it. After last it. Night. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it doesn't mean that everyone wants to play for us. God, no. And, and, and the thing with... The thing with Wrexham there, and this is let's just try and make it all about Wrexham, but <laughs> it's almost with the circus that's gone on at that club and that's continuing to go on at that club, it's almost as if players that are coming in, the Wrexham of it is secondary. Yeah. Do you know, like they're not coming in because it's Wrexham, they're coming in because of the money, the fame, the attention, the media, the opportunities beyond that you know the stories that they'll be able to tell because these players are going to you know yeah I'm, I'm not being funny Paul Mullin doesn't sign for for Rex or Rex and don't get taken over by Ryan Reynolds Paul Mullin yeah. in releasing a book 
if my boyfriend was a footballer, I'd be like, yeah, totally go and sign for Wrexham. Then I can meet Ryan Reynolds. But if you were, if you, if you knew, <laughs> if your boyfriend was a footballer, but you knew nothing about football, you'd still be telling still him to sign right. for Wrexham yeah. because it's not to do with Wrexham. Yeah, you know, and and. And, and again, that's not a knock because this has helped no. Wrexham bring in some amazing players and it's helped bring in some amazing players to this level and that's that can only make things better. But yeah, yeah it, it almost has become secondary. And it, yeah, look. But it's also a resources thing, isn't it? And you know, there, at, at League Two, there are um, complete the opposite ends of the paradigm and so you've got some clubs that are training on council-owned parks you've got some tra- some clubs that are borrowing grounds from mm-hmm. you know fc united and then you've got teams like wrexham like stockport county have who have these you know amazing purpose-built facilities and mm-hmm. that's what you're buying into as well yeah. but you know you might that might not be a priority for you, and you might be kind of happy with it being yeah. back to basics. Yeah, I mean, we we train at a school, um, and you know when it rains bad or we get snow, it's training knackered. You know, we yeah. have to find somewhere else, and it's just, yeah. I mean, look, there's 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 positives and negatives. I think to signing for pretty much every club in this league, you you will find positive, yeah. you'll find negatives, and it is down to the person. Not every footballer has the same motivations. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, it's like when um, Elliot Watt left Bradford. Uh, one Absolutely. of the things he said about joining Salford was that he wanted to go to a family club and that kind of mm-hmm. that smaller feel. It was really important to him. Um, in case you're listening, Elliot, Stockport County is a family friendly club. And uh, you know, has that very same. Yeah, um, Elliot, just don't check my um, my mentions tonight from Stockport County fans because they've been anything but family <laughs> friendly tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. There's absolutely no way that he would be looking going. Oh, what a, what a nice set of people. He looks lovely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've been called some right names tonight. Um, should we do some games, Hannah? Should we talk about some stuff that's gone on in the league? Oh well, yeah. There, were, there was like a whole raft of actual games this weekend. Not that many goals, certainly by f- the first half. Well, there was there was in one game. In one game, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- th- were any any sort of standout results for you? Do you looking at it? I... Nothing apart from maybe Gillingham at Accrington because they're not great on the road. Nothing the... really stood out for me. I think. Uh... Tranmere are back to well, I don't know. I mean, it's an MK Dons thing as well. They are both Tranmere and MK Dons are incredibly inconsistent. Yeah. Um, but I've started looking for Tranmere's results because that you can't I'd love to know if anyone's making any money off Akers in League Two this season because the results, even with the amount of kind of knowledge that we have looking at form and looking yeah. at results week in week out I don't think I'd stand a chance most weeks um I guess the standout ones for me were Grimsby and Notts County just because yeah. the score line uh that's I mean it's the it's the story behind it as well isn't it so you've got Notts County who are managerless in yeah. you know like named manager anyway uh, yeah yeah it's a bit different to to losing your man like to, yeah. to sacking a manager when you're kind of yeah. rudderless and you've got a, a downward spiral in squad right. they've, they've still got that 
So Luke Williams has gone to Swansea. Um, they have not been on form recently. They lost to Harrogate. Um, but they, in in meeting Grimsby, it was very much, it felt like neither team could defend. So one had score, then the other had score. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just, the, the goals just kept racking up. And the uh, final equaliser for Grimsby was in the, I don't know, the dying minutes of the game. Um, but yeah, David Artell's Grimsby scoring five goals and Notts County scoring five goals. It was, do you not believe it or not? So the 92nd minute was the first point of the game that Grimsby <laughs> went behind. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they went ahead, then Notts brought it back, then they went. Yeah. So so it was weird. So it was 2-0 to Grimsby, then they brought it back to 2 all. Then it was 3-2, then 3-all, then 4-3, then 4-all. Then Knotts put a fifth in on the 92nd minute and Grimsby equalised in the 95th, which is... What Knotts have managed to do over the Christmas break is kind of eke up that goal difference. So they were always on a a plus one. They're on plus eight at the moment. Yeah. Um, Played 27. They're in sixth. So uh, that's definitely going in the right direction. Um, yeah, they were a bit like I mean Mansfield now on, now on plus twenty four, but Notts County Mansfield were the teams that well Notts County was scoring lots but conceding lots. Mansfield were just kind of eking out one all draws, one nil yeah. wins. Uh, so that that's what's changed there as well, but not to say that Mansfield have dropped in form, obviously, because that would be dangerous Um, because their fans aren't sometimes the nicest either. But, you know, they drew with Morecambe on Saturday. We drew with Morecambe. Morecambe can, you know, when they get their shit together uh, and against us, they just got behind the ball and tried to catch us on the break. Mm -hmm. And, the difference with um, with Mansfield, I think, is, again, they have injuries. Uh, Oates, they've said today, is out until the end of the season. They've not said with what injury, um, but he collided with Ben Hinchliffe um, on yeah. New Year's Day uh, and is now out till the end of the season. So, And, and they've always been looking for a striker. They've obviously... Um, Done very well with uh, Davis Keeler Dunn. Bailey Cargill scored, I think, on Saturday. Um, but yeah, certainly they they need someone quick. They need someone. Cole Stockton is another one who I think has been linked with Barrow today. Yeah, I, I <laughs> as far as I know, that's a no go. It was one of these uh, kind of. Twitter. Uh, I think I think Barrow have uh, have stretched themselves very thin already in terms mm. of finances. You know they've brought in. Let's be honest, transfers that you wouldn't expect them to bring in. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think what was the thing with it? What was? <laughs> I'm choking. The, the money <laughs> is just not. It's not money that Barrow would spend. It no. Just Speaking of money, though, can we talk about that Mansfield Lee Gregory 
deal that was on the table? I don't know the detail of it. So I probably, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. So yeah. tell us the story. So Mansfield had a deal agreed to bring in Lee Gregory on, on loan. Mm-hmm. Um, on the proviso that they covered 50% of his wages, which is £6,000 a week. And Mansfield agreed that someone else has come in higher up and is willing to pay 100% of his wages. Wow. So they, they now have to pay 100% on offing. But the positive there is Mansfield have got or are willing to spend yeah. £6,000 a week on a striker. Who, who do they bring in? Because they could they could pretty much sign any striker at this level gosh so when we were talking about it last night i was kind of like russ was saying oh we can get cole stockton and i was thinking can you can you they will clearly yeah but would they want him why would they want cole stockton and this was the other side of things like don't get me wrong i think cole stockton's a great player he's only done it one season yeah and he's not in that season now mansfield being brutally honest mansfield can go get jake young yeah if well, it, he's not. Um, he's not excel. He didn't excel at Burton. Didn't he go abroad and then come back? Uh, yeah, like, I think he may have done. Uh, not sure actually. Let's have a look. Let's pull him up. Cole Stockton. It just well, yeah, Jake. Yeah, but I mean, Jake Young uh, is interesting as well. And I know um, you are massively pro Jake Young. I'm a little bit more independent. He is relatively untested beyond that six months as well that he's had a brilliant six months at Swindon yeah, yeah um but I think he and and it sounds like he is being very considered in what his next um step is because you know he can step up there's definitely interest there but is that the right thing for him and his the the longevity of his career or is he just going to bounce back down again yeah, and I think I think that the thing with like Mansfield going for Jake Young is Jake Young's in that season now. He's yes. in his he's in his good yeah. season now. Those Col- players, the, the opposition, yeah, hundred percent. Be, being brutally honest, like I don't know what what Jake Young's on at Bradford, but it, it's not going to be high league two wage. I just I just can't see it. Six thousand pounds a week. I know that there's obviously transfer fees involved, but. If I'm Mansfield and I've got six grand for a wage bill or six grand for a wage budget, both Jake Young and Dan Kemp, yeah, could be gone in that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't doubt. I don't. I don't think Dan Kemp's on on six, uh, on more than three grand a week. He, he just players won't be. Uh, I mean, I mean, we obviously don't know it's speculation, but I, I would think that six grand would get you both of those players. Um, uh, Ryan's saying that Dan Kemp's played for two clubs this season. Right? Did he play for MK at the beginning of the season? He must have done. So is he stuck back at MK Dons now? Then. So did he play on Saturday, or was he involved on Saturday? Then, because you you think that they'd have put him in. Oh, he played for MK at the weekend. Oh, well, we missed yeah. that one. We missed that I'm one. That, definitely. Yeah, Tranmere MK Dons. He played. Looking at this, uh, seems like he had a good game. So yeah, it's straight straight back in as well. Looking at it, yeah. Well, good for him. Maybe maybe that was the secret to the because uh, Tranmere at home, their record's not terrible. They're awful away, and you know have been awful away for a while. Um, yeah. Oh, let's. I was just going to say, Harrogate, Harrogate yeah. uh, on in interesting form at the moment. But Troy mm. Deeney. Uh, let's do it. 
I I don't really I mean he's apologized today hasn't he presumably under strong encouragement or yeah. insistence from the club or anyone who is close to him because you know it didn't it doesn't require you know massive intelligence to suggest that he should apologize for what he said about his players so mm. i've got them screenshotted so the dabo one i think um was in my opinion probably the worst because it yeah. was and i've i've talked in the past about managers singling players out and yeah i don't think it's professional i don't think it's a very um specific leadership style and it's disgusting i don't you know especially and you know we said this well you said this on the 606 last night uh you know um del vincent's always talking about um inclusivity and Mm -hmm. In nurturing the team and all of that and so this kind of flies in the face of it so if I was able to tell you the amount of nonsense you have to deal with at this place from the players it is embarrassing would you sign after watching that when it's a chance to kick on again they do that when you bring in three players to help the group nine of the group go missing saying what about me but it's not about you it's about the whole thing and to be better if I was Dale Vince, I'd be questioning me, as he should do, and I'd tell him what I think. But as a fan base, I'd be asking for my money back. And then Reese Brown is 28 years old and my senior midfielder and can't turn up to work on time. That's a simple one, but Reese is my senior leader of pros and that's what he does. What example does that set? It's a continuation of nonsense. It won't be tolerated. And the interesting thing about this is that Troy Deeney signed as a player with the kind of scope of player manager and and growing those skills into David Horseman, who was his very good friend. He knows these players. I know that people will say, well, he knows them as a colleague, not as a manager. But still, you, you have a good idea about attitudes and... So were they acting up for him in a way that they didn't for? I don't, I don't understand it at all. Troy Deeney cannot call out the players at Forest Green for underperforming unless he tore up trees in the first half of the season before he became manager. He was dreadful. Mm-hmm. He was brought in as the main man up top. He's the one that's going to help them bounce back to League One. He has been diabolical and for me he absolutely he can single players out and he can call them this that and the other and say that they're not going to play again this week and they're not playing on tuesdays dropping them troy absolutely look at yourself you are as big a part of the problem as anyone else at that football club you mm-hmm. you the, the the attitude within the squad and the the atmosphere within the squad you've you, there's no doubt you were the biggest leader in that in that squad. Yeah. You you were the man. You were the one that they followed. Mm-hmm. Um and you have you've bred this. This is this what they're doing now is yeah. is what the culture that you bred in when you were a player there. You know, right. we were talking two months ago. So yeah, get yeah. with it. I, I think and what that, you did is disgusting. I think you're a bit of a dick, if I'm honest. 
And that culture that now he is um, embodying as a manager, he's right. Why would anyone sign up for that? It's yeah. not about, you know, the performance on the pitch. Why would anyone sign up to be managed by him? Exactly. So he's kind of, it's a double-edged sword there, isn't it? He's taken, yeah. he's looked at one side of it and said, oh, we're playing absolutely terrible. Why would anyone want to sign for us? My players are shit. They can't turn up on time. This guy's not going to play again. Well, that's the reason also why people won't want to come for you because they put a foot wrong. You'll, you'll chew yeah. them out for it. But, yeah, I I think that that entire squad are looking at Troy Deeney right now as a hypocrite. Yeah, well, that he's he's almost kind of absolving himself of any responsibility. That doesn't look good on anyone, player or manager. And it's yeah, yes, they are bottom of the table. They've picked up eighteen points in twenty six games. Um, but Dale Vince talked about turning that around, and you know we know that they they have the financial means and the capacity to do that. Mm-hmm. But the state they're in at the moment, off the pitch, I don't think that the transfer window will do enough for them. No, no, and and like you say, would you want to sign for Troy Dina? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, not. Shall we have an ad break? And then, then we can do Swindon. Let's do it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So... (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to keep having Tyreek right. I'm so happy. I, um, do you know what? I've just noticed that we've got new training gear as well. I'm still using last season's. They haven't given me new stuff. I need to get that <laughs> question this week. Thank you, Tyreek. Not only have you brought back my faith in the club and the season, you've also highlighted to me that I've not been given new uniform. Uh, yeah. So. So Michael Flynn was sacked. Well. Yeah. Well, no, we don't know, do we? Michael no. Flynn's gone. Michael Flynn's no longer no. at Swindon. Uh in, Which had been in, rumbling since Saturday post game, yeah. yeah. But there was n- never anything really to kind of stake your pension on in terms of, and and this comes back to actually what we were saying earlier. We don't put stuff out unless we have you know, 
really solid evidence. And I, I know that, you know, there was some sticker button conjecture about, you know, saying that Swindon was messy last week. How right we were. How anyone could question that, though, is, <laughs> is beyond me. I mean, the, look, the, the first we put out that... Flynn has been for, for me. I put out Saturday saying I feel like Flynn has been thrown under the bus. I feel like Jordy Morris has been mm -hmm. thrown under the bus. I feel like uh, Scott Lindsay was thrown under the bus. But I didn't say that he'd he'd got. I didn't actually mention uh, before in the original tweet about a manager being. Uh, I can't remember what the wording was, but I didn't mention it being Swindon because, like you said, we didn't know for definite he'd gone. No. It was just a general comment. Um, the only time we actually put anything out that was solid was this morning when we found out that one of the guys who, who who works with us and does podcasts with us, I think Charlie, isn't it? It was Charlie. Charlie. It was yeah, Charlie. Char Charlie was, he, he told us that there'd been a source at training that said that. No, I think he he'd gone down. Well, I didn't want to say that. And I wasn't oh, sorry. Throwing, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't actually throwing Charlie under. I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, I think. No, it's not probably. I mean, it's open training, isn't it? But yeah, no, Ch Charlie went down and he, he just, he fed back. He was like, there's, Breaking news. Yeah, Flynn's not here. Gavin Gunning's taking training, which, I mean, considering he's been abroad in Asia working, they've yeah. obviously, this is planned. If, if it's, it's some, They've known something's going to happen because mm -hmm. they've got him back. Anyway, we've got Gunning Ball, and that's what I kind of put in the tweet saying Gunning Ball. But, yeah, yeah only when we know something, we put it out. It's, it's yeah. difficult, if not, because they just come back. Um just come back on us. And I know like if Charlie's watching the internet while we're recording, he's just he's just wrote about training ground being open and things like that. It's 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 all pretty much all clubs at this level. You know, Bradford's is open, Barrows, you Barrow's can just walk there, in, yeah. Salford's is in a park. Yeah. You, you can you can just walk in and just watch the training sessions. And I'm surprised more people don't. Yeah, and, and if you do do that, be considerate. <laughs> Absolutely. Let them get on yeah, with it. It's a place of work. Yeah, let them do the job because if you stood there every single day and distracting them and asking for this, that, and the other, and then it goes tits up on the weekend, you'll be the first to mourn. But, you know, they've not managed to train. <laughs> yeah. Um. So who's next? Should we do Donny? Oh, I just meant for a Swindon manager. Oh, so, right, Swindon manager. No, no, well, this is another thing, isn't it? There were two Swindon press releases. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. And one press release said that Gunning was in charge until the end of the season. And one just didn't reference, just said that he was an interim manager. Um, and it's not overly clear which one should have gone out. I think it was the one that didn't have reference to him being. Well, the, the, I mean, it's been what I'm reading here is that the Clem quote that says till the end of the season is in both press no, releases. They've, they've just not removed that line. I think, right. I think it was possibly the advert that removed that line. The BBC didn't, but the club's website also didn't remove that line. So it was on there. So, I mean, look, it's pre pretty obvious. Let's be, let's be brutally honest. It, it does look like the club, they look like a club that's for sale that's going to go to someone else at some stage why would he bring someone else in you know you yeah. keep your you keep your interim in you get this new owner and you let them make that decision but i, yeah. I don't know who's next i don't know what's next I, so it's some swindon fans i've mentioned paul caddis charlie austin's getting thrown about mm -hmm. but again jobs for the boys people who know the club they, yeah 
don't need that. I don't think at this stage they need someone externally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, and one of the the things we were saying just before we uh, started recording is the number of clubs in the bottom half of the table. There's only Newport County and we will come on to Donny, who haven't had new managers. So there's yeah. been a lot of movement. Obviously, Morecambe, Derek Adams um, departed on his own terms. And, uh, you know, we don't know uh, at Swindon, I think the quote was parted company with. Yeah. So he, he may well have um, have opted to, opted to move on himself. Uh, today's also seen the announcement that Lewis Ward um, is it confirmed now left mm, all right let's say allegedly (laughs) it's all right Ryan Ryan's Ryan's Lewis Ward Ryan's panicking going no 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 don't don't you worry about it because this ain't live by the time this oh, goes yeah, out, true. you've got time to get your stuff out, Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. Now you know you've got your time scales to get that out. We should Sorry, do that Ryan. more. So what are you worrying about, Ryan? Oh, An exclusive from Ryan Whelan of Lux Sports Media. Oh, because has, it's has... not confirmed. That's right. So it's not confirmed, but we believe that. That's what we say, don't we? Lux yeah. Sport Media believes that um, Lewis Ward is leaving on a free because he was on non-contract terms, potentially to Charlton, I think. Uh, with a medical expected to have happened today. Someone else linked with Charlton, Jake Young. Gosh, was Alfie May not enough for them? I know. Um, yeah, Jake Young's also linked with with Charlton. It's gone a bit quiet this last 24 hours with the Carlisle stuff. It seems to have... You've, you've got to feel that with Harry Lewis going last week to, to, Ch- to Carlisle, if Carlisle were going to get a deal over the line, I think it'd have been done by now. I think maybe it's yeah. moved on a bit. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe Jake Young to Charlton. That's been reported. Also, that's not a Ryan Whelan exclusive, but we, we, you know, we may have an exclusive at some stage regarding Jake Young. We'll find out. Uh, um, also, quickly, we will get to Donny, but um, Sutton have uh, signed two loan players this morning or today. Uh, Ollie mm. Sanderson, uh, who is a striker on loan yep. from Fulham until the end of the season, and uh, Nino Adam Malaki, who's signed from Millwall. He's a defender. So, Sutton doing certain things in the transfer window. Mm. Yeah. Again, though, this puts pressure, and Michael Flynn leaving puts pressure mm-hmm. on Grant McCann at Doncaster. It, yeah. it does, and I, I've been quite open. I, I'm not saying that McCann should be sacked, but I do feel that he should be under more pressure than he is. Um, Doncaster losing in the last minute on Saturday mm-hmm. to the only other side, as you say, in the bottom half that hasn't sacked a manager in Newport. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it just shows, like, we were... Obviously, 
Donny fans on the six or six were quite confident after they, they they picked up that draw and that win, and it was like you know mm-hmm. the forms turned. It was a blip, blah blah blah. It turns out that the blip was the the, the win in the draw because yeah. we're now back to what we expected and what has been the story of Doncaster's season. Um, yeah. Because if you look at the last six games, so uh, they lost to Bradford, they lost to Notts County, they drew with Mansfield, they beat Milton Keynes. Yeah. And then lost to Harrogate, lost to Newport. It's, again, these weird fluky results that we keep seeing in League Two. It's not even a Donny thing. It's a Swindon thing. It's a crew Mm -hmm. thing. It's a um, Harrogate thing. I love it. They've got two horrific games to come as well they have and that's not me bigging up because i'm a bradford fan but have they got bradford this weekend and then stop all the weekend after i know that we're there you've got bradford this weekend and it's at bradford which it feels like an age since the lee tomlin game where he was sent off um that's actually the last time we played them at ours which Mm -hmm. just seems so long ago um i think that Tyreek Wright coming back in, we saw Bobby Pointon and uh, Harry Chapman return to the squad on Saturday. I, I would, I, I'm confident. Look, it'd be typical of us to lose this. It really, but you've got to factually, we're in a strong position going into this. Yeah, and then they've got Stockport next week. I. If if Bradford do what Bradford should do, which is play them off the park, we, we have the resources to do it, it's just whether we do it, play them off the park, three, four nil, and then Stockport do the same. I don't think Grant McCann I think would think they play Sutton after that. I don't think Grant McCann would mm. would be there for the Sutton game. But um they've also got Doncaster uh, sorry, Wigan tomorrow night in the uh Pizza Cup. And the winner of that plays Bradford at Bradford. <laughs> So we've got that too, but yeah. it just doesn't seem to be getting any better. And no, and yeah, arguably they were the better side on Saturday against Newport. It was the proper last minute yeah. Seb Palmer Holden strike, but you know, possession, they had it, they had more shots. So, you know, arguably mm-hmm. didn't deserve to lose, but it doesn't matter that, you know, that doesn't get you any points. this is every single week we're hearing this now you know we played really well we we didn't deserve to lose or we we deserved a win yeah you don't get extra points for that at the end of the season you know Mm. unfortunately it's about who can do them who can score the most goals over the 90 minutes and if it isn't you then it's your issue isn't it Mm. uh so no for me i think that and the Dolly fans kind of came around to that way of thinking last night on the six or six. I think that Doncaster are potentially in trouble. If this next think about it, this next two games, if they pick up no points from this next two games, you've got Sutton and Forest Green both with games in hand on Doncaster. Yeah, they could, they could be dragged into this. And, and yeah, I, I the only thing the, the only thing that would give me kind of cause for hope if I was a Donny fan is the state of Forest Green Rovers and yeah arguable I, I think the ones above are unlikely there's with the exception of Morecambe who you know could go either way quite honestly yeah um Salford won at the weekend their first in since October was it 
Yeah, is it, um, yeah, is it? It's a silly amount of games. I think since Salford's last victory, I'll get it and, up here. And they play Colchester on Friday. I mean, we're heading into a point in the season as well where I mean, Colchester are the there's only a few teams in the league that have played 28 games and um, Colchester's one of those. So they're sitting on 25 points, having played um, a game more than Donny. So, you know, Donny's and Tranmere as well, who are a couple couple above. It's really tight, but it has been all season and it is in the top half as well. So, you know, a little a good run without injuries and and a team that clicks, it's it's easily recoverable, but it could so easily go the other way. And you've seen in the last few weeks Hendry back for Salford. Yeah, Elliot Watt back. So Ashley, yeah, Ash Ash Sam on the bench on Saturday. He's coming in. They're getting it back together. Um, Saturday was the second win in fifteen games. Which is, and do you know what? Do you know who the other one was against? Doncaster. <laughs> oh. And and this is where this is what I keep saying. It's like it's not even like Donny are picking up points around them really at this stage. It's a case of because that's where they need to look. Be brutally honest, they need to pick up every game against the team down there is a six pointer. They need to pick yeah. those up. It doesn't yeah. matter if they're picking up those points from other teams higher. It's worth more beating your Colchester's, your Sutton's, your Forest Greens, your Salford's, yeah. your your Newports. They aren't picking up those points. Yeah, yeah. And um, whoever, so whatever happens on Friday, ah, draw draw allowing. Um, if Salford win or Colchester win on Friday night, that will drop Donny down to twenty first. So before they kick a ball on Saturday, they've got yeah. a, a potential negative there. As long as Salford don't lose, Donny will be twenty first. Yeah. Salford, if they draw, Salford will yeah will leapfrog them. If, if Colchester win, then yeah, uh, well they'll have scored. So they're on minus seventeen at the moment, but they'll have they've got uh, goals for, they've scored, doesn't they? Yeah. So yeah, so, that, so again, regardless, Donny a twenty first Friday night, regardless of the result, win unless lose, there's or a draw. No, if there's a draw, they're still 21st because Salford would go level with points with a better goal difference. Uh, Salford are on minus 13. Donny are on my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So regardless, <laughs> regardless of what happens, Doncaster are 21st come kickoff yeah. on Saturday. Um, which again, that's got to that's got to be a psychological thing, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, flirting so with relegation. It, it really, really is. And at what point for Donny fans, look, I know that they're kind of coming down to they're coming around to a realization at this stage that things aren't going right and things aren't getting better. But we've got to see a turn soon in terms of finger point. McCann has to shoulder some of the blame. Look, we know the stuff that's going on off the field at Swindon Town. But Michael Flynn still had to shield some of the blame for what's been happening oh. on that pitch. Grant McCann's yeah. no exception to that. And um, we said it last night, we discussed it. And I know, Hannah, we spoke in great depth about, about Doncaster. I know you loved it. Um, <laughs> but this is where, and I, I asked the question, I've asked it a few times, is Grant McCann hasn't done it at this level before. He's not done League Two. I know he's done higher. It's a different kettle of fish. And mm, we, we've seen, we've seen managers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, exactly. 
Mark Hughes is a perfect example of a manager that should have been able to come in with his contacts in the game. Mm-hmm. Should And the thing is, he used those contacts. The players we brought in last season were great. We had a League One standard side, but mm-hmm. we didn't play football to get yourself out of League Two. We just weren't. Because, again, he doesn't know the league. It's different. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I do fear a bit for Doncaster. We'll, we'll see. Look, 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 here's the thing. They'll turn us over on Saturday. and, and it, yes. come, come Sunday night, it'll be, oh, it's been amazing. I thought we were amazing. Season starts today. Uh, everyone will be back out of the woodwork. And... Of course of course, they will. And this is the thing. They will come back out of the woodwork. But for the last two weekends, my, my mentions at full time have been silent. Yeah. Um, just completely silent. And, yeah, it just, I don't know. Can we talk about... Um, my new favourite player, Anna. Yes. So my new favourite player plays for AFC Wimbledon. Plays mm-hmm. at the top for them. All right. Da- Davison. Uh, no, we can't. Player. No, I've changed my mind. We really can't. If anyone likes to hear an hour on Josh <laughs> Davison, um, then the recording of the 606 last night would be the, the place to go. It was amazing. Um <laughs> And it, like, I, I found myself being really protective and buying into and defending a player that I didn't even know before the 606 started really last night. I didn't know nothing about <laughs> him. But I just, I don't know, I got my back up when I was told uh, he's not scoring enough goals. And then I was looking at the other strikers going, well, neither are they. And he's played less games. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I was like, you've got to hold everybody at the same standards. And, and yeah, and then we had Swindon fans come on who he played for and say, no, he's no. not a goal scorer. That's not his no. that's not his position. You don't, if you're playing him yeah. as someone to score goals, you're playing him out of position. And that's, that's again, a management yeah. problem. Um, and where I disagree with um, the Wimbledon fan last night is that I really do think that Ali Ahmadi will go this transfer yeah. window. I would be very, very surprised if he doesn't. And um, and his argument was that if he was going, he would have gone by now. I don't. Busy. He's, got, he's got enough on. He's got enough on with his, his, well, the... Asia Cup and yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So they're going to have to learn to to play without. Ali Al Hamadi. Yeah. Maybe it's not now. Maybe it's in the summer, but it's hap- It's hundred percent happening. Um, we thought it was this summer, didn't we? Let's be brutally honest. We were shocked oh, they didn't go in the window. Yeah, it was. For me, it was the nailed-on move of the summer that someone yeah. and, and people tried, but Wimbledon uh, turned down offers. Um, maybe because he was priced, uh, kind of. But it was it was Wimbledon turning down offers rather than people saying that they wouldn't pay for um, pay for him. So yeah, I think Josh Davison needs to needs to do a job of scoring goals because they've got Tilly, um, but otherwise they are so heavily reliant on Ali Ahmadi. Yeah, I wonder. I've not. Uh, don't think I've lost my um, little chart that I had up. Um, so obviously Wimbledon lost to Wrexham on Saturday yep. yeah, yeah. And, and, and started very well. I wonder if you track 
because Ali Ahmadi has been, you know, absent on international duty a couple of times this season. Yeah. What what it looks like in terms of the games that he plays and their, you know, XG for those games, for example, versus uh, the games when he's not there, because that would suggest or at least kind of predict a trend for mm -hmm. for what what life looks like without him. They've just signed uh, Joe Lewis as well on a permanent from yes, uh, Stockport County, which was reported to be a club record. Uh, the fan last night said that he he thought it was still Davison. So uh, we don't we don't know for sure. Um, but Connor Evans, who has been with them also from Stockport County, has been recalled and recalled. was back playing for us on Saturday. Uh, so yeah, but what they've said is that you know it's it's not you know they'll, they'll kind of see how he goes at Stockport, and if there isn't a place for him, then he could potentially go back to Wimbledon. So we'll see what happens. But he was really really good on on Saturday, so it's nice to see him back. And he's back yeah. to being Connor Lemonhay Evans. So at Wimbledon, he was just Connor Evans. Uh, Lemonhay is apparently yeah. Lemonhay has made its return. A middle name that was incorporated when the Welsh FA did his paperwork, and uh, it's back. It's back, which is nice. Nice, nice. How was your game on Saturday? Uh, we won. <laughs> it I was. I I was very much expecting, not expecting very much from it, honestly. It was one of those where I would have taken a point. Re uh, Wrexham, Walsall have been on brilliant form. Uh, Josh Gordon's just signed. It's not Josh Gordon, is it? No. A Gordon. I get, yeah, there's too many Gordons in League Two. But Gordon's yeah, just Gordon. signed a deal. Um, they... Now, Jack says, Jack's a, a Walsall fan on the lower league look group. Walsall are a bit of a bogey team for us. We lost to them the first few weeks of the season. Yeah. We lost to them in the FA Cup last season. And I think maybe won one last one um, in the league. So I wasn't, especially kind of given our injury situation at the moment. But Ethan Bristow was great. Um, we managed to escape as far as I know with no more injuries, which was uh, a bonus at, at this point. Uh, the th our third goal, I don't think necessarily that the scoreline reflects the game. Uh, I think you know, third, third goal was uh, a penalty, a Paddy Madden penalty, which I'd mm -hmm. love to tell you how it went, but I wasn't watching it because I don't watch penalties. Um, I'm a proper like turn my back and wait to see what the crowd reaction type is. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was reassuring. I think it was yeah. it was people seem to be on form. I think the rest of them in the world are good. We've not played since for ten days, or we haven't played for ten days. I think mm -hmm. that made a massive difference. Um, and you know, players that we're again getting closer to players coming back. So I think there's uh, Will Collars back on the grass. Um, who are the other two that aren't that far off? 
maybe Maca and SARS. So, yeah, getting there. And that's, you know, people are genuinely concerned about signing more midfielders that, in, you know, come the end of January, we're going to have too many midfielders again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a, that's the February problem. You've still got to be quite confident, haven't you? Surely. I'm less confident than I was last night. Are you? Yeah, because last night I was I was really, really worried going into Saturday. Like I said, I didn't I didn't think we'd get anything from it. And I was really encouraged that you know, even with the kind of not, I mean, not the bare bones of a squad because bloody hell, you've got Paddy Madden and Nick Powell on the bench. Yeah. But it didn't feel comfortable. And, you know, when you do your fan hub, you're like, eh, maybe if Aki Wright plays there, it, you know, it can work. Um, and so I, I've, the, the kind of, the idea of Romeo Hutton and, you know, a couple of other mm -hmm. names that have been mentioned, I was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. We're solving the challenges that we've got. Um, I'm never super confident. I think you know, Wrexham are on an upward trajectory, Mansfield. Yeah. I mean, Barrow seem to have dropped a fair amount of points recently yeah. as well. But that again fits with Pete Wilde not being on the on the touchline. He's got another two uh, two game ban, which is I find that really Pete interesting Wilde. as well. Pete Wilde. Um, so I don't know. I think. What I am happy about is that we've played Bradford twice, we've played um, Barrow twice, we've played Walsall twice. It feels like the way that we played Mansfield twice, it feels like the way the second half of our season is structured, we've kind of got, we're getting the bad ones out of the way and that gives me confidence for that kind of run in. Yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Um, we don't need to finish top. I don't. You I, need I to finish top really, three. Top three. That's. I'm. I'm more than happy with that. I would love it to not come down to that last game of the season at Wrexham because it'll be horrible. Um. Yeah. Imagine that. Oh, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? <laughs> Some atmosphere, though. Um, I know. So yeah, I. I think. Yeah, we just have to. I'm. More confident having beaten Walsall because given their kind of form and, and things like that. But, yeah, the, it feels like the worst out of the way. Mm -hmm. for We've got Notts County this weekend, but they're not at their best at the moment. And we've only just played them and beat them. Yeah. I, know, I know they're good at home, very good at home. But, again, it doesn't feel like it's insurmountable no. so yeah i'm always cautiously confident but we'll see well we've had a this has been quite nice i've enjoyed this again haven't I? it's been we've, it's we've, been nice to have a bit of chaos to i like this chaos yeah i like thing. chaos like, it's better oh. than it's better than the structure of it, and it's it's nice. And the, to be fair, at the minute League Two is providing far too much content for us to just stick to a. Yeah. Let's discuss the game. Well, um, six 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 was four and a half hours last night, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. Um, um, which just got yeah. us in the frame of mind for this the, the transfer deadline day one. So um, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to that. I know it's going to be fun. Well, guys, thank you for listening. 
we will yeah. see you next week. Yeah, next week. Um, next week. And uh, Hannah, do you know which before we go? What's it for you? Oh, no. Oh. It's sexual, baby. I want to give it all to you. Yeah, right on. Right, can I just actually state that because anybody who's listening on Spotify will think that I've just played that song. I'm messaging Liv. Yeah, or I've just realised how that looks. As it was singing, I was like, because for anyone who doesn't, that was the Tyreek Wright image that I've been playing throughout the thing, but with, with the music. But the I realised that people on Spotify can't see the, vi- the video. So Is essentially, there, I've just gone... A copyright infringement? No, no, no. Oh, no, that's no, that one. no, that's that's uh, it's it's copyright free. Is that don't worry about that. Um, good, good. But yeah, to to hear, yeah, to, to hear me say, Hannah, I've got something for you, and then just play that music has. Um, well, it's cheered me up. So. Do you know what? Balls to it. Balls to the wall. Here we go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 